All right, guys, what's up? I have a fantastic guest today. He is Ari Tula. He is the CEO and co-founder of a company called Elo, and it's a company that uses key biomarkers and cutting-edge AI technology to provide you with customized supplement packets. And prior to that, he was working, he was the CEO of Quest Analytics. Guys, if you don't know what Quest Analytics are, they're the market leader in doctor data and network management. I mean, all the blood work. I used to, I used them uh, several times. And so I'm so extremely grateful to have Ari on the show. Ari, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, awesome. Um, you know, I was just curious before, you know, anytime we, I, I interview guests, I always want to know kind of like how you got here, right? Um, and, and you're from Finland, correct? Yeah, I'm from Finland, and uh, it's been uh, it's been a long way to get from, uh, and not even from like Helsinki that people might have heard about. But I'm from a northern Finland small town called Kempele, and uh, you know, almost at the Arctic Circle. Think about like Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, this time of year, they get I don't know six, seven hours of sunlight a day. So uh, escaping wow. the darkness into the sun of California over the last uh, many years. <laughs> Yeah, lucky. That's great. I mean, what a great, what a beautiful place to be. We were just talking offline. I just uh, moved from there and I went back recently and visited California and I'm like, oh, that's, I had, you know, from always, I was born and raised there and from coming back, I was like, man, it's so beautiful here. No wonder people pay, uh, they pay this, the sunshine tax, I joke, uh, to, to be there. So it, it is beautiful. You know, I'm curious, um, how'd you get started with Quest and then, and then later kind of, and then talk about kind of like, what did, when did you realize like, you know what? There's another problem that needs to be solved, and that was, and you realized that, and that led you to creating Elo. Yeah, it's a good, good question, and I, I, I always love to talking about the why because we often talk about the what, and you know, you can go to LinkedIn and you can read, you know, on the interwebs, but uh, often people don't talk about the why people do what they do, and that's often more interesting. So, my, my story is pretty long. Um, um, I'm bore everybody with the long, long version, but quickly. Please. Um, I so I, I'm, a, I'm a technologist um, uh, by, by trade and I was working and, and playing video games for my youth and it became a profession for me for a long time. So I was uh, you know, building games. I was uh, not really a good developer or coder, but I was able to kind of be able to help create many, many of the first mobile games uh, that you know, some people might have you know, played on Nokia devices, for example, back in the days. And, um, and then about you know, 20 years ago or so, uh, my wife had a health issue. She had a thyroid uh, tumor, and, and that led into autoimmune diseases, uh, complications that you know are unknown unknowns that we don't know what to do about. And um, it took us ten years to to find a way to get pregnant uh, because the, it was difficult because of these conditions. And uh, we realized that um, the the medicine for us uh, was food. Uh, so with the right nutrition, we were able to lower inflammation, basically heal the body or let the body heal itself. There was no pill that you could have for the, for the condition. So I became a massive believer on this idea of uh, food is medicine. And uh, we also had other health uh, problems and we had our fight against the, the US healthcare system. We moved to US 15 years ago while we were battling with these different things. And um, it was really difficult to find the right uh, provider. So the first company I, I started uh, 12 years ago in healthcare realm was uh, called Better Doctor. And that was all about helping people find a doctor. And mm -hmm. uh, it was really hard for us. And, you know, I had a perspective because, you know, we came from outside where in Europe, for example, you, you don't really have a million doctors to pick from. 
you you get what you get and you you get care and you don't pay anything so instead in the us when i had like a gold-plated plan you can go to any doctor you want for free but who do you go to we talked to 50 different people and couldn't find the right care yeah uh, so i wanted to build a system that you know takes all the data into the web and you know how do you buy a car or how do you buy you know or how do you book a room in a hotel or how do you pick a restaurant like we have more data about everything except we know nothing about the doctors which which is so that became uh, a company that um, i sold later to private equity and then le- later you know led company called quest analytics so it was um um interesting story in a way that i started with my problem or my my family problem and today the company is helping you know 200 million people uh to navigate healthcare better so big impact and i'm i'm really proud, proud about the fact that you know you're able to build something that has value for for many 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 people and today with elo we are trying to kind of do a bit of the same thing so the better doctor was all about uh, transparency how do we make it more easy to find the right care and now i think we have have even a bigger problem in nutrition like how do we make people to find the right food or the right supplements the right you know protein powder or whatnot it's really confusing and most of us are doing things every day and we have no idea if these are the right things or the wrong things so we are trying to build yeah. transparency and and measurability because in the end if you can measure something you can improve it and that's what we are trying to bring into the nutrition space at elo yeah that's fantastic stuff you know i'm curious you said uh, you said something beautifully that uh, food is medicine i'm curious when you were getting yourself better or when you had this realization was it the U.S.? Was it the U.S.? Were you already in the U.S.? Uh, my my question is: Was the U.S. food system making you sick? Because I find people from other countries and cultures they have a very uh, robust nutrition and they're actually very very healthy. But it's when they come and they migrate here that all the processed food and all the fast food is what really does them in. Was that the same for you? No, not not really for us because we already had um, um, had epiphany before uh, in Europe and um, and we had built this very specific diet uh, for us that was really basically uh, very little meat, uh, a little bit of fish, um, no, no grains, uh, no sugar. Um, and that was the, the diet that many people today are touting as the right diet for humans. And I mean, now what we are seeing, we are seeing this diet, this type of diet being used to, you know, reverse type 2 diabetes, you know, help people with hypertension, even help people with um, mental disorders. So, it's been really interesting now that, you know, this diet that we stumbled upon because of a couple of smart you know, doctors helped us um, has now been validated to help almost everybody. And I don't, you know, we were, you know, like a keto diet at times also, but um, that's maybe un- unsustainable for long term in like decades, but yeah. it can be super healing uh, for many people. But y- your point is, um, is interesting in a sense that, uh, um, I have a lot of friends who live in, in the U.S. and they go now because of COVID, many of them went to, you know, they went to Tahiti or they went to southern France or Italy or wherever. And these are people who have been living in the U.S. for their life. And then they go there and they are sort of like, huh, I've been like gluten intolerant and I eat the bread. I went there, I lost 25 pounds. Like, what the hell? Like, what's going on? And then yeah. they come back and they eat the same food that looks the same and then they gain the weight back. So we, we have a system today that we have created to ourselves. Um, that is a very, very problematic, um, too much processed foods. You know, we are hiding all this, um, 
uh, ugly stuff into the food. And a lot of the food we even eat is not really even food. And um, I'm, you know, my family and we have been eating out a lot. You know, you live in one of the best cities in the world in San Francisco for food. And, you know, we, we love the food here. Yeah. But you never really know what is the food you get in a restaurant, for example. Um, are they using the right type of oils? Are they, you know, putting some stuff into the food that's not great? And, you know, ton of salt, of course, in a lot of the food. Because, you know, what is tasty? You know, you add the butter, you add the cream, you, you know, you, you add the medley and, you know, a little bit of sugar. And, yeah. you know, that's, that tastes great. And it's very addictive. Um, and uh, it's been really interesting to work with some of the chefs uh, in the last year to... Uh, start building the elos, you know, future products, and uh, and really understand that you know many of these people they have been they went to school they they became amazing at creating tasty food, beautiful food, but they never thought about health aspect. So it's not we can't point fingers at them. They never even thought about it. Now some of them are thinking about the health and what they do. They create beautiful food, tasty food that is healthy. It's possible to do that as well. So I think we're going to see a renaissance in in the in the whole food system in the coming years. And I couldn't be more excited to be able to work on this early new area again. Um, you know, it's it, it's been a blessing. I think biggest blessing for my life in the work is that you know I was there working on the first mobile games before you know iPhone and Android, and then I was working on AR, open reality early on before it became a thing and, and being able to work on the kind of discovery, the access to healthcare for many years and now being able to work on this new idea of, you know, food as medicine. I mean, it's just so fun to be in this early innings of new industries. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited for what you guys are doing. I think you guys are doing disruptive things in the industry. I don't know really anybody else that's doing kind of what you're doing. So let's get into that. And but before I do, I I thought the the name Elo was such a beautiful name. And can you just tell everybody why you chose that name and what it translates to before we kind of get into some deeper questions? Yeah, you know, I've been in the in the in the tech uh, for for a long time, and uh, and all the good names are taken, all the URLs dot coms are taken, and uh, it's really hard to find it a sort name that is memorable and um, i've been you know helping many companies to maybe find a name somewhere else like um, you you might know a company called vori uh the clothing yeah. apparel company and vori yeah. means mountain in finnish and uh, uh, you know there's a company called lumi uh it means snow in finnish so many many uh brands are now copying these odd names from other languages and Finnish language is a very unique very small like a Navajo like a hidden thing so Elo it means um, if we pronounce it Elo it means life in Finnish and if we pronounce it Elo as some people might it, it means uh, happiness so I was thinking like what a, what a great you know conundrum you have the happiness and the and the life uh, if that's a company I want to you know it represents the company really well and, and I like that. So that's a story that nobody will really know about it because, yeah. but, you know, I think ELO is also, you know, of course, it's also the uh, old band that, you know, I saw not long ago. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the name. I love the double entendre. And it, yeah, it speaks so much to your company and what the light that you're uh, bringing. So I think it's great. You know, I'm curious because I was looking at kind of the work that you do and what the great, so correct me if I'm wrong, but what you guys are doing is you're looking at some key biomarkers and then based on those biomarkers, you are shipping people kind of on a monthly basis, it looks like, supplements that are specifically tailored to their needs and their, their blood work, right? Yeah, that's the beginning we, we started. Uh, uh, we've been building the company now for a few years. 
And the, the first product that we wanted to build is to validate for the for us and the company and also work with you know the early members. Uh, whether we can build a system that we take your blood biomarkers at home. So we have a uh, collection kit that you know you get into your home. You prick your finger, we do 12 biomarkers. We do the lipid panel, uh, cholesterol, LDL, HDL, triglycerides. We also look at uh, some vitamins, minerals like vitamin D, B12. Uh, we are looking at your ferritin, iron. Uh, we also look at your homocysteine. And, and of course, we also look at A1C for your diabetes marker. So like a, kind of the same panel that your concierge doctor would do for you. But if you go to your doctor today, they would like to do lipid panel, maybe A1C, but they don't go yeah. deeper than that. So the idea was to have a pretty good holistic view of you and test some of these things that maybe never have been tested before. And what did we find out in the, in the first you know, thousand or so members when they came in? We found that... Uh, 90% of people have something in red or, or yellow. And we spend a lot of time thinking about the, the yellow because as everybody knows, I mean, when you go to healthcare system, you're going to be green, 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 green all the way until you are red and then you can be medicated. Like, you don't, or, there's no warning. Or, or, I mean, better yet, I mean, a lot of people, and you know, the Western model, many people are considered normal. But if yeah. those normal scores, especially for thyroid, if you brought that to a functional medicine doctor, they'd say, you're low, you're hypothyroid. We, but if you go to the Western model, they're like, no, no, you're fine. And the next thing you know, your next appointment a year from now, you're like, oh, my God, you're, you're red. We need to put you on some kind of form. So, yeah, continue. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, it's the same as if you would have an aura ring as you, you have. You know, you, you basically aura would say, don't worry about it. You're doing well if you said four hours. You're not going to die, <laughs> at least immediately. But that's the thing we do in medicine today. And uh, we wanted to build this yellow area that is pretty wide. And we want to give you a warning, like, hey, no worry. Don't worry about it. But if you not change things, you know, you can get to the back to green quickly. And that's what we help. We, we help you find and fill your nutrient gaps. And 90% of people who are pretty healthy people like me who come in, they are surprised that they have these gaps. And we can help them by, you know, giving them uh, supplements. So we send people uh, daily packets, uh, so monthly box with daily packets that have your name on. Um, and it's kind of cool. And yeah. um, then you, you know, have them up to seven pills a day. We have an array of almost 100 different active ingredients. We are uh, building that packet for you. Uh, the packet will change month to month to month, depending, you know, how you progress. So it's like an automatic system. Like think about putting this... Um, supplementation that many of us do that we don't really know if they're doing the right or the wrong thing you can put it on autopilot that's what elo does today quite well uh, and to make it i mean i'm not i'm not claiming that you know i can give you a supplement pack or pills a day and you're going to be healthy no no not at all i'm saying that these are helping you to optimize and fill the gaps you have the, the key piece i think that we have seen amazing outcomes is that every person who signs up to elo today they are paired with the dietitian. And they are working face-to-face -face every quarter with these people. And that has been given amazing outcomes for many folks. Because they never have had like a person to talk to and bounce ideas on. And you can also use the Elo app and you can communicate with your dietist and your coach on a daily basis. And that has been the key factor, I think, for real behavior change. I can nudge you all day long in an app. I can send you pill packs, but if you don't eat them, if you don't take notice, you're not not saying it's like a personal trainer. I think we know how to do the bicep curls. I think we even know how to do, you know, squat, maybe deadlifts harder. Um, 
but we know how to do it. But we do it much more if somebody is next to us telling us to do it and doing five reps, not four yeah. reps. So yeah. the, having a person keeping you accountable is immensely valuable. And we made it affordable by using technology and bringing it in the app and bringing it to you over Zoom so you don't need to do face-to-face -face in a room. So that's the early package. Like you get the testing every, you know, once in a while. You get uh, a coach that you can work one-on-one -on -one and you can communicate whenever. And then you get... Um, 30 daily packets every month uh, to your doorsteps. And this is the beginning and the outcomes we have seen today have been very, very uh, exciting. I mean, like most people have been able to fix many of the biomarkers that they didn't know they had issues with. And yeah. as you fix your vitamin D, vitamin B, your iron, you actually have more energy. You actually feel it. And, like, and I can talk about myself. I mean, like I, I was not really a supplement believer i've been an athlete all my life on the side of running companies and stuff and um, i was performing pretty well i think and now i'm 45 soon and you know i'm 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 at the best uh shape of my life and i don't really you know compete in the level i did before uh but it's because of the nutrition because of you know really being holistically optimized from the recovery perspective nutrition perspective and the training perspective you know i was the typical guy before who was like, you know, I'm going to go train when it's, you know, snowing and raining and when I'm snotty in my, in my nose. Like, I, I go do it. If I do it, it's in my calendar. I'm not going to stop. And then you know, some years ago, I, I hired a coach. Uh, it changed my life because, you know, somebody told me how to train and I had no idea. I mean, I was yeah. training like they trained in 98 or 95. And 2020 yeah. training is very different. So I just improved everything I have done now in the last years. And I have a coach now for, you know, climbing and for cycling and, you know, for sleep and for my, my business stuff and myself. And, and uh, I'm listening to people who are looking me outside in and telling me what to do. And I'm happier and I'm, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. I'm a better athlete now. So it's been pretty uh, impressive and that's the idea I, I want to bring to the LO members as well yeah that's amazing you know I was curious about the biomarkers you you listed about 12 biomarkers and I'm just curious how did you how did you decide it's really cool because you just do a little prick on the finger people don't have to you know at their home they don't have to be giving like if anybody's wondering like do I have to give all this blood no you don't it's just a prick on the finger and that's it right but I'm curious how did you decide on those biomarkers is like this is going to be um, I think this is going to give us um, enough of a snapshot. And I was going to ask you, so how did you decide on it? And do you feel like those biomarkers give you a good enough snapshot or insight into someone's health? I think you, you, you raise a really, really good point. And let me, let me take a step back and talk about um, uh, the world we are living today a little bit. So um, there was um, the world, you know, we have been living for a long time is that you go to a doctor office, you go to a lab and, you know, you, 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 you are taking five or six files of blood and you get maybe, you know, a handful of biomarkers back. With that amount of blood, you could test 250 biomarkers easily. But we do few because, you know, it's a, the cost of, of the benefit of the system. Like as a health, we have decided that, you know, we test these things all the time and these other things we never test. And we don't even really have data on a population level of many things that even we are testing today. Vitamin D, we kind of know, but even like B12, yeah. um, we don't really, homocysteine, we don't have enough people tested that we would really know on a population level. And, and keep in mind, when people are tested most often, like think about yourself, when you get tested, you get tested when you're sick. 
So most of the data we are collecting today is biased on sick people. And that's why the, the ranges are so off, because if we test people always when they're sick, of course, the range tend to be higher than the optimal range. So those are some of the things that, you know, have been a problem for a long time. And also we had a problem, of course, you know, a company called Terranos, you know, who was... I remember you know, that they, company, yeah. Yeah, there's the documentaries, everything came out, book came out, and they basically took some of these new ideas that have been, were coming up and they claimed that they are already existing. And then they, they went wild about it. And, and basically the whole industry took a step back and investments, you know, didn't flow in. Investors didn't, didn't want to invest in an area where, you know, you had this one fraud, uh, people are going to prison up a company, you know, they're not a great place to be. So that slowed down the in, innovation in the U.S., in Europe and, and other parts of the world, it did happen. So there's a lot of innovation happening the last, you know, uh, eight years. And now COVID happened and none of us could go to the lab. We didn't want to go to the lab and get COVID. So nobody was testing anything. And the, the at-home testing grew 11 times in the last two years, 11 times, 1100%. So massive growth and it became a real thing. So what happens now is that you have... A, Technologies that are, um, are proven, but pretty early. So today, um, if we prick a finger, for example, we can drop uh, maybe five to six drops of blood easily in five minutes to a card. You can send it back to Elo. It's, you know, there's a little bit of pain, a bit, bit sting, but, you know, not that difficult to do. Almost everybody are able to do it first time. We have, uh, I think, 90 plus percent sucks rate today on the first time basis. And the second time is easier, of course. So that's good. But then the amount of blood is still limited in a way that we can only test about, you know, maximum 15 biomarkers today. So we had to really pick the right ones. And your question is really good. Um, what should we test? Why did we pick what we do? Uh, we picked these ones because these are, like I said, the ones that most of the concierge doctors are and have been doing from the venipuncture when they assess your health. And there's every, behind every one of the biomarkers we have picked, there's a huge amount of science behind it. And there is also interventions that we know what you can do to improve them. There are many other biomarkers that, you know, would be really interesting, but we don't really know exactly what to do. So as an example, we are testing homocysteine for inflammation. If you go to a doctor today, they will likely test uh, CRP, C-reactive protein. And C-reactive protein is telling whether you have inflammation in your body or not, chronic inflammation, for example. It has no ability to pinpoint where it is. It could be a wound healing. It could be, um, you know, something, you know, sprain. Uh, it can, can be an illness. It could be, you know, a virus. So it can be almost anything. And we don't know. Homocysteine is more pinpointable, if that's, that's a word, <laughs> into yeah. your heart. And because if you think about how people, how do we die? And what are the existential problems we have? I mean, diabetes and, you know, metabolic issues are huge. Heart issues are really big. Yeah. And, you know, heart disease is still the biggest killer we have. So that's why we wanted to really focus on the heart because, you know, many, many of us are going to die of a heart attack. Can we help you to kind of prevent that by looking at your, you know, lipid panel, homocysteine and others? So that's been the, the, the case. But my, I'm, I'm super hopeful because I'm also an investor in the space. And uh, I look at a lot of the companies that are now coming in from the science, uh, from the labs and the universities, and we are seeing a huge amount of innovation. So I can say that in the next four years, 
we can move from 12 biomarkers to 200 biomarkers at home collective. So that will change everything because suddenly we have so much more data that we can actually start understanding population health in a new way. And um, I mean, that's what we are building ELO for, that, that new world. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. And I think, I mean, just looking at the biomarkers you guys did pick, I think those are key. I couldn't agree more. Metabolic health. I just read a new study coming out of 2022. 6.8% of Americans are metabolically healthy. <laughs> that means the rest, uh, like 93% uh, are not doing well. And so I think you your focus is perfect where it's at right now. And then of course, vitamin D levels and some of those other inflammation markers. So that's great. Um, and, and beyond that, I, I always look at results, Ari, and uh, you know, you briefly kind of mentioned it, but can you kind of talk about what people can expect uh, when they get onboarded with, with Elo and then also kind of like, what does a membership look like and what is the cost? And then what are some of the results that people are seeing? Yeah, thank you. Um, the, the key key point that we wanted to validate for ourselves in the pilot two years ago when we did the small 150 people pilot test was that are we able to see people impacting the, the blood biomarkers? I mean, we knew that, you know, it, it should be possible, but, you know, it really never had been done in, in, in a way we did it. And um, the outcomes were very, very promising. Like 90% of people were able to have an impact, positive impact on the biomarkers within 180 days. Wow, And um, it's not in a way rocket science that, you know, if we know that 75% of us today, you and me and everybody have a low vitamin D. Um, I'm an example where I don't, I don't metabolize uh, sun properly because I have a mutation. I don't metabolize even vitamin D from food normally. So I had to oh, be wow. dosed at 10,000 IU, like, you know, eight times the level of normal level uh, for vitamin D to get my levels up. I had been in teens all my life. Wow. And um, and I only found it out because we sequenced my, my DNA. We looked at it. I went to sequence my extended family DNA, and they all had the same mutation. Uh, I was able to up our vitamin D level to a normal level for the whole family, and none of us uh, got sick of COVID. So that's kind of the concrete impact nice. for myself. Uh, but normally, the vitamin levels we are impacting, often, you know, ferritin is very, often low for many women. And of course, we have many, you know, uh, people who are vegetarians or vegan who have an issue with, you know, ferritin often and then uh, B12. Uh, but then when we go to cholesterol, think about LDL, HDL, uh, triglycerides. Those are, I mean, I don't think we can really, you know, change your trajectory completely with supplementation. But by the right coaching, uh, maybe introducing intermittent fasting, changing the breakfast pattern and, and changing the oils you do you can have a fairly quick impact on your, your, your levels. And then A1C, the diabetes marker, that's a pretty slow moving marker. So in a one quarter, you can't have a big impact on it. But we are seeing that you know, people who took more dramatic uh, behavioral changes, they are seeing a big impact in 180 days or, or so. But you know, it's, I, can't, I can't give you motivation, but I can give our members the tools and the arrows in the quiver, what they can tackle these issues and maybe make them more understandable, like, you know, one, two, three, not like I need to fix everything at the, at the beginning, which is almost impossible. So yeah. we piecemeal things a bit better than, you know, you normally do yourself. And we give you guidance and we ongoingly track what happens. So that motivation has been helping people to, to get the better outcomes. Uh, so it's a really, it's an early inning 
and um, and uh, we have more products coming in. Uh, so we are now in the process of launching, and you can see it on the website already. We have a smart protein coming. So the smart supplements are live. Uh, people are buying them every day. Uh, smart protein is going to be launching everybody in the coming weeks, and and that's basically the same as we talked about the supplements. But you know, uh, we took what what does this mean for protein? So and I really I'm really stoked about this because I'm an athlete and. And I believe that you know having protein as a recovery product really makes an impact for my health, and it, it actually does. And I can measure the output of my power, you know, batteries on my bike, or you know, the um, difficulty in my rock climbing and, and so forth. And I, can, I have seen those, those go up in the right way, so I'm, I'm pretty stoked. So what we did with protein is that we take your uh, your wearable data. So I have my my ultra watts, I have my aura, my whoop, and you know my glucose monitor, whatever I have. I got we mine take- right here. Yeah, yeah, I have the yeah. super state yeah. case. The levels yeah. is about one. <laughs> yeah. The so you can't right. take that data today. We don't take the glucose data yet because, you know, there's still a lot of questions and challenges because it doesn't flow in with Apple Health. But anything you can connect to Apple Health, think about like, uh, you know, your Strava, your Peloton, your Tonal, your Aura, your Apple Watch, your whatever you have, whoop now. You, we take that in and we design the right protein powder based on the wearable data from the last 90 days of exercise. And work wow and that's the first time anyone has done that it's pretty cool and yeah. the only thing you have to do is sign up to elo uh get the elo app uh connect the device you want and then you get in two days you get the right product with your name on designed to you hand back to you every pro- every product is unique to you when we make them that's pretty powerful but then what happens that is even cooler i think when you go to a workout any of these devices any of these trackers uh, you track your workout we tell you after the workout how much protein you need to optimize the amount and the timing. And that's wow. like the athletes are calling us now, like that's cool. Like, can we can we sign up right now? Because we wanna we wanna time, we don't know what is the right dosing and timing. Uh, so that's something that we are adding. And you know, coming year and you know, months, we are adding also uh, sometime in the future uh, meal delivery, same way. Wow. And that's I, I can't talk about the details yet because they're not all defined, but you know, I'm I'm pretty excited about that because then you are starts having like more of your nutrition coming from one place, from one AI. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 stoked. I mean it's a really great world to be playing in and and yeah. uh, and all the things nobody no company has ever launched two products based on your biomarker data. We have now two live. Uh, we could probably have like four or five end of the year next year and uh, wow. paving the way. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. I think the protein um, concept that you're talking about, and I know I've talked to Rob Wolf and a lot of other health practitioners, and, you know, especially as we age, you know this, I just turned 40, and uh, one of the biggest things for for us, especially as even females, actually, is sarcopenia, losing muscle mass, and that's a huge metric of longevity. And, uh, you know, most of us, the 0.8 grams per pound of body weight is, is that's really outdated. And, you know, a lot of the experts I'm talking to say, you might need to go to probably one, 1.5, even two grams. And so if you can dial that in for some of these high powered athletes, that is going to be really a neat feature. And then of course I I work with a lot of clients too, that are doing food delivery services, but you know, like you mentioned in San Francisco, beautiful restaurants, but canola oil they're using. So it'll be really cool to see what you guys come up with. Cause I know the foods are going to be healthy, but also delicious because you can make some good meals with good ingredients, you know? And I love your point about the protein because um, I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor, 
I'm not a dietist and I'm just a, you know, hobby is the best, but, you know, I'm a, I've been dabbling in this world for a long time and I read every day, a couple hours and try to be, you know, a quick study in these topics. And I, I think today, uh, if we take about, you know, uh, women who are over 40, almost all of them get too little protein. And I think the 0.8 um, is more like 1.0 grams per uh, kilo in your body. Yeah. That's probably the right amount of protein. So I, I, I read about this not long ago, and I might uh, uh, not remember exactly the details, but the point was anyway that uh, the, the 0.8 was developed as part of the studies done in Africa for children who, are, who had mal, mal, malnutrition. So really, like we can't really compare a, a Westerner and a woman who is 45 and maybe going to menopause to a yeah. you know, eight-year-old eight kid in Africa. Who is you know yeah. starving? That, that's kind of how we deducted that's this exactly, number. Exactly, yeah. So it's not really correct, and and of course you know the type of protein, it it does matter a lot. Um, we offer both uh, whey and and pea. So if you're vegan, you can get the vegan. Everything we we do at LO, you can get the vegan if you want. Uh, but sometimes you know, I mean, the point is that I think the whey is better. I mean, that's what the science is saying. That the whey protein is probably better for building the- muscle. Like, yeah, you're right. It's it's more anabolic for sure. Yeah. Awesome stuff, man. I was going to ask you, that was one of my questions, any exciting projects that you're working on, but I think you, you answered it. So the food delivery, the proteins coming out, uh, very neat. Anything else though? Or those are the- um, yeah, there are, there are some, you know, things that we, uh, I can't, I can't talk about yet, but you know, like, like I said, the, the, the biomarker testing is um, in the, in the forefront of my, my work today. I spend most of my time on uh, making so we can build the, and deploy the latest and the greatest and the best tech in in that area because if we can make the biomarker testing truly easy uh that is, is a massive unlock that um, yeah. will get this to millions of people because i don't know anyone who would not like to test the uh, blood biomarkers you know everybody are buying these wearable devices and they give you very kind of high level proxy of what to do but if we would have uh, blood testing happening maybe every six months even every quarter um, we would have the back data and we would be much, much healthier when the doctors would be able to look at the trajectory. It's not about the one value. It is all about the uh, progress and, um, and the long-term benefit of tracking things and understanding what is the trending or what trend you are going in. Yeah. I love it. Tests don't guess, right? You're constantly testing and then retesting and then you can iterate and get better. Right. And then you're making it easy. Like you said, through automation and just keeping it through that membership platform, it just keeps it very easy and sticky for people to, Oh yeah, I forgot. But then the kit arrives and you do the kit and then you can, you can get, you get better. So that's amazing. Um, I think think you're asked about the pricing and I think, you know, I I forgot to say, but we, we are really trying to be, um, very aggressive in a way how we are building the system and um, and as everybody knows uh, healthcare is one of the only areas where we really haven't yet went to mobile and the cloud and even digital completely so it's a very expensive system possibly because we spend 30 percent um, of every dollar in healthcare on administration stuff and that's often because we manually do stuff that is so silly and we don't do that. We, we try to be very, very you know, optimized in a way how we operate. So we were able to put the price down now to $99 a month, including the, the testing, uh, coaching and supplements. And that's a pretty good price, I think. Not for everybody yet, because I know it's a lot of money still. 
Sure. And what we are doing right now, um, I don't know exactly when we're going to go out, but we, we just got the new website live uh, last week and we are offering a unique promotion where people can get the first test for free. Uh, wow. No before you go. No before you go. Because I mean, in the end, I mean, if you have, if you are all green, I'm going to high five with you and you can, you know, maybe you can get some supplements that fortify you, but maybe you don't need yeah. us. But 90% of people have something on red and yellow. And for those people, we can help you. So go, know before you go and go elo.health and, you know, get the free test. I'm going to sign up. I want to do this. This is awesome. Oh, do it today. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ari, this is amazing. Um, I want to jump into some lightning round questions with you. But before I do, is there anything that I didn't ask you that you wish I had? Well, I think for me, I mean, I, so I, I spend my time, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur first and, you know, then father and husband, but I also spend a lot of time on, on, uh, on looking at, you know, investments in this space. And we've been investing for, for 10 years now in all 50 companies uh, in human performance. And, and we're living a unique time that we're, we are in a gusp of unlocking many of the things we've been hoping to unlock for a long time. And I think the, the one area that we didn't talk yet, but, you know, is, is very interesting is the whole idea of longevity. And, uh, and you know, I don't, I'm not talking about extending our life to 150 yet, but I'm talking about this idea that, you know, are we able to, you know, use the food as an example and nutrition as a vehicle um, to live, live healthier and, and also longer healthy life? Because many people today, they get sick when they're 70 or, or even before, and their life, they can live 30 years, uh, but the life is not great when you can't, you know, move. You can't do the things you love the most. So at ELO, we started this in a way that everybody who signs up, they can write down or we kind of almost mandate them to write down a sentence about the health. And uh, I read these every week, uh, you know, there's dozens and dozens of, of these things coming daily. And often I'm teary-eyed because these are the most meaningful things I ever uh, read in my life almost because people are writing like it's not about I want to look great when I go to the Bali uh, it's more like I want to be hiking the Appalachian Trail with my grandchildren when I'm 80 years old I want to yeah. go heli ski in Alaska with my daughter when I'm 75 and like, the other, like and those are just athletic things but you know they are very meaningful we all want to be there for our children we want to be there for the grandchildren and we we don't want to be wheelchaired into the wedding to dance the or walk the aisle, we want to be walking there, and and that's what people want. And I mean, that's I think what we are trying to do at, at Elo is to give people hope about the next uh, thirty or forty years. And um, and I we love we love working with the people who are now investing into the future because you can't do that when you are sick and you are sixty five. There's no way of returning easily. 100%. I couldn't agree more. I, I was just watching a presentation at a recent conference and sure people are living. Well, I don't know if they're living longer, but uh, the Western model has been able to carry people longer, but they're actually sicker. So you might think that people are living longer, but like you mentioned, the last 20 years of their life is miserable. And I think you and I are both on a mission of like, I want you to thrive. I want you to be living when you're 150. I want you to be still thriving. And so um, it's about that legacy. Like you said, I think that's what people are craving, right? And your kids and you want to be around for your kids and their grandkids and, and, but you want to be, you know, agile and, and smart and, and sharp. And so that's, that's the key. Yeah. Totally. And we used to get, you know, kids when we were 25 and now we get kids when we are 40. <laughs> yeah. 
and and you know we we know we are like looking at the at the calendar we're like oh my god i'm gonna be pretty old when my kids are walking off the off the door so yeah. what do i do to you know be able to keep up and 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 be there and and it can be done anyone can live a very long health life if we make the right decisions yeah Love that, brother. All right, let's jump into some lightning round questions, and then we'll uh, we'll leave it where people can find you and connect with you and, and learn more about Elo. You know, I'm curious, you know, what do you think when you look at your life? Like, what are some choices or maybe a choice that you made that you think made you who you are today? Uh, for me, the, the biggest single, not a choice, but an event uh, likely was my, my parents, you know, in this small northern Finland uh, town, they they never spend the time to buy a new car, but they always spend the time to travel. So I was able to go to 50 countries before I was 18 with my parents. And uh, it was the opening for me because, you know, if you travel and you see the world, you understand that we are all the same. And you understand that, you know, uh, you can't be kind of nationalistic. You, you need to be a global citizen. And, and that opened my eyes. And, you know, I've been working in many countries. I've been working with many hundreds of people in different nationalities, you know, run companies in different spaces in the world. And uh, it's been a blessing, I think, that, you know, made me who I am. And another piece is tech. I mean, I, I got a computer when I was six years old and uh, I never turned back. I mean, <laughs> and that became my livelihood. And, you know, it was lucky to be you know, one of the early people who did that. And But there's always something new happening every day. And uh, just, you know, leap in and, and don't say no. Try. Yeah. Love that. I remember I, I went to Italy for three months when I was in college and I, it, same thing for me. It just completely changed me. I think everybody thinks like America is the greatest, the United States. Yeah. And in many ways it, it has a lot of amazing things and I'm grateful that I grew up here, but I just remember walking away and like, maybe we're not doing certain things right here. Like the Italian, you know, and other in Switzerland, I went and visit all these countries and I took away some many beautiful things. And I was like, I want to bring this back to where I go because they're doing things, I think, way better than what we have been bred to do here. So I love that. I'm curious, you know, you are such a force in the health and wellness world. You're doing some really innovative stuff. Like who's someone that inspires you in the health and wellness world or who's someone that you're following? Um, I, I, I do follow a lot of podcasters who are now uh, pushing the envelope by testing, you know, things on themselves or, uh testing you know with people that they work with like you know peter atia is i mean somebody that you know i listen quite a bit and and i mean david sinclair is somebody that you know i think he's really captured the imagination of people um in the space of uh, longevity i think you know he is maybe leaping into conclusions a bit too early but i i yeah. mean i love that, that you know he's talking about stuff that you know he even knows that i might be a bit wrong but you know he's starting yeah. a conversation and you know, I I'm I'm a I'm a massive you know uh, follower of, of some of the entrepreneurs in the space, and and uh, some of them you know I can I can call my friends, so which is pretty <laughs> amazing nowadays. But you know, uh, one company that you know I, I I had a chance to invest early, and um, and I really think will be the most impactful company. One of the most impactful companies in healthcare is called a company called Verda Health, um, and Sami Inkinen, uh, who was the CEO founder. I mean, they are reversing type 2 diabetes uh, and they have done it now for many, many people. And they broke the paradigm where it is a chronic condition that you can't reverse. And they have reversed it now for more than 10,000 people. And to me, that's immensely powerful to go against 
not against the system, but to go against the belief of a system and prove them wrong. You know, the whole global healthcare system uh, was proven wrong by what they have done. And uh, that takes courage uh, like nothing else. Yeah, love that. Uh, I'm a big reader. I don't know if you can tell. Any uh, any books that uh, are there like a top one to three books that had a huge impact on your life or just that you would recommend other people read? Um, I'm, I'm uh, my mom is a is a is a uh, Finnish language teacher and you know I I I have a luxury of having about I don't know ten thousand books in my my childhood home around the walls so every every wall was garbage books and um, I I've read a lot and I don't have like just a few that but one book I I what I'm reading now now and what I finished um, I think it was a really impactful book that I I just read called uh, Ministry of the Future. Hmm. Uh, it's about um, um, like a fictional story about what world could look like in 30 years uh, when the climate change has really gone rampart. And um, my wife is, a, is an environmentalist and she's working in, in, the, in the space of uh, um, environment. She was you know, involved in the, writing the Kyoto Agreement back, or the Paris Ac- Ac- Accord back in the days. And wow. she was running the Green Party of Finland back in the days. So um, and that that's another kind of full time. I'm very deep in ground is that, you know, the health and then the, the environment. But that book was really, really scary and eye opening and very th- dense. But I mean, I think I think it's also Obama's, you know, one of the book of the year. Uh, very cool. I love that. Um, any rituals or hacks or practices that you do on a regular basis? You know, some people do like gratitude journaling. Like what do you, what do you do? Or is there any health hacks that you do? Sauna? Any, like, yeah, what do you do? Well, you know, sauna is, is, is one go-to that I have, you know, uh, sauna was invented in Finland. We don't have many things we have invented, you know, we have sauna <laughs> and we have Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. You know, Santa Claus <laughs> is from Finland, of course, not from North Pole. I mean, everybody That's right. That. Yeah. Um, and Thank you for like, clarifying you go, that. You, you can go to Northern Finland, not, not, not far from my home, uh, home, home in, in Finland that, you know, you can go and visit uh, Santa, the, the real. Uh, That's amazing. But um, the hack perspective, I think for me, I, I, I got really lucky because uh, in that small town um, in 80s I was doing uh, I, I played hockey and I, I was doing Nordic skiing and um, there was a company called Polar Electro the heart rate monitor company they were founded in my hometown yeah. and uh, the, the founder CEO he was helping uh, to, to teach you know and coach the, the kids uh, ski team so he gave us those heart rate monitors when I was like I don't know 10 years old and I was able to monitor my my exercise and of course that became a thing like huh there's something in here and then later uh i was able to be involved at nokia when we invented the the step counter uh so that was kind of cool that, that, that i wasn't there in the room but the team came up with the 10,000 steps idea and you know all this stuff so so yeah. that happening early and then i was able to invest in aura uh in, a, in a early early times and and I've, I've been using now this ring for almost nine years and i have every night uh tracked and I think to me, the key hack is uh, going to sleep earlier. Every time you go to sleep uh, before 10.45, the morning is amazing. And every time you <laughs> yeah. go at, I was, I, I was with my friends in the Oktoberfest over the weekend, and I went to sleep at three in the morning. I rarely do that, and I'm still feeling it. I mean, it's, it's not Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. it takes you five days to recover from not even like drinking, but, you know, just not sleeping properly, but, you know, People need to think about more recovery and sleep because that is the easiest thing you can do to kickstart the positive loop of, of, of change. 
I love that. Couldn't agree more. I mean, I'm wearing a glucose uh, tracker CGM right now, and my glucose was high this morning, um, and I didn't sleep great. And I've noticed that when with my sleep. And people, when I, you know, when we talk about metabolic health, they never think about sleep. And uh, I think it's something we they need to focus on. So that's great. Last but not least, Ari Tula from Elo. Tell everybody where they can connect with you, learn more about you, and find you guys. Uh, you can you can find Elo at uh, Elo dot health elo dot health is the website and i said you know if you want you can you can sign up uh, free uh, with the blood test until we we stop doing that <laughs> i don't know exactly when and um, and then you can find uh, us also on elo dot health on instagram and every other social uh, channel you can find and um, i you can find me and you know follow me i don't i don't very actively write with my name but you know Ari tool i'm the only one with that name so I think the first 50 pages of Google is me. <laughs> if you Google my name. Nice. Ari, thanks for being on the show, brother. Appreciate you so much. Hey, thank you so much. It was great.